0: section 9 of a book of american explorers this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org a book of american explorers by thomas wentworth higginson book 2 part 4 columbus at the mouth of the orinoco in the dead of night while i was on deck i heard an awful roaring that came from the south towards the ship i stopped to observe what it might be and i saw the sea rolling from west to east like a mountain as high as the ship and approaching little by little on the top of this rolling sea came a mighty wave roaring with a frightful noise and with all this terrific uproar were other conflicting currents producing as i have already said a sound as of breakers upon the rocks to this day i have a vivid recollection of the dread i then felt lest the ship might founder under the force of that tremendous sea but it passed by and reached the mouth of the before-mentioned passage where the uproar lasted for a considerable time on the following day i sent out boats to take soundings and found that in the strait at the deepest part of the ambrose shore there were six or seven fathoms of water and that there were constantly contrary currents one running inwards the other outwards it pleased the lord however to give us a favourable wind and i passed through the middle of the strait after which i recovered my tranquillity the men happened at this time to draw up some water from the sea which strange to say proved to be fresh i then sailed northwards till i came to a very high mountain at about twenty-six leagues from the punta de arenal here two lofty headlands appeared one towards the east and forming part of the island of trinidad and the other on the west being part of the land which i have already called gracia we found here a channel still narrower than that of arenal with similar currents and a tremendous roaring of water The water here was also fresh hitherto i had held no communication with any of the people of this country although i very earnestly desired it i therefore sailed along the coast westwards and the farther i advanced the fresher and more wholesome i found the water and when i had proceeded a considerable distance i reached a spot where the land appeared to be cultivated i then anchored at the mouth of a river and we were soon visited by a great number of the inhabitants who informed us that the country was called paria and that farther westward it was more fully peopled i took four of these natives and proceeded on my westward voyage and when i had gone eight leagues farther i found on the other side of a point which i called the needle one of the most lovely countries in the world and very thickly peopled it was three o'clock in the morning when i reached it and seeing its verdure and beauty i resolved to anchor there and communicate with the inhabitants some of the natives came out to the ship in canoes to beg me in the name of their king to go on shore and when they saw that i paid no attention to them they came to the ship in their canoes in countless number many of them wearing pieces of gold on their breasts and some with bracelets of pearl on their arms End of section 9. Recording by Pete McKelvin.